So, Joe, when you said you talked to Jedi, what, Tuesday? I did, yep. So, Jedi, do you know what's going on with Joe? What, what he has right now? What? Oh, yeah, you probably don't know because I didn't, <laughs> didn't find out until uh, the next day. I Yeah, I've got COVID. <gasps> oh, man. How do you feel? Like I have a cold. Well, I was going to say... Jedi, luckily we know now that it should be treated like you have the flu. That yeah. just came out. <laughs> Jedi sent me that link. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 a little more like I have some body aches like you would expect from a flu. But as far mm. as the cold that I have, it is not the worst cold I've ever had. So but I'm also vaxxed and boosted. I got a flu shot this year. Mm-hmm. So, and also just so people know, because I traveled to Chicago, I wore a mask on the airplane. Really? Yeah, I wore a mask on the airplane. I didn't wear a mask anywhere else. Like yeah. Wrigley didn't they Field. Take, take off that restriction about wearing masks. They did, and I'll tell you, it was about fifty-fifty on the plane. Uh, really? Just, yeah, I would say. I would say roughly about half the people had them on, half didn't. You know, nobody fought. There was no, nobody was upset by it. But yeah, I had mine on, and and when we left, I think I already had COVID at that point. But uh, yeah, I uh, I wore it on the on the plane home, and then immediately went to a Mother's Day gathering with yeah. all of our older relatives. So good luck to all of them. Oh my all right. gosh! All right. Well, so Joe, speaking of wearing a mask on the plane. Um, now, if you check us out on social media on Facebook, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond, I threw my phone number on there. I'm like, maybe people can text me or call me with show ideas. You're and I get a random text. I get a random text the other day from from a listener. It said, "You can tell that guy Joe on your podcast is a big liberal. He pretends like he's a moderate. That's all I got." <laughs> wow. <laughs> but but Jedi, this guy might be right because Joe is one of those people who. On the plane, he's probably like, fuck this new rule. I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> and then he's at Wrigley Field with no mask. And then he's doing Mother's Day party without a mask. That's what hypocrites do. So <laughs> if, you feel the, if you feel a liberal label fits for that, I guess, maybe then maybe that's what I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I, you know, I, I assumed the people that I was with when I was with them were... Yeah good to go but that clearly wasn't the case yeah yeah so, so you are feeling okay i mean when i had covid that first day was unreal i was out like a light I was, I was crazy well it's funny i hear everybody say like they they're exhausted i have been struggling to sleep i in the last two days i've knocked out 12 games in a madden season yeah um congratulations yeah thank you it's going great <laughs> going really well so that's been fun but yeah, I, I'm not like exhausted. I've been doing work when I can. Obviously doing this, I feel fine. You know, anytime I can get up out of bed and spread my liberal conspiracies, I feel like <laughs> it's what I got to do. <laughs> um, so Jedi, happy Mother's Day. How was your Mother's oh, Day? Oh, thank you. It was good. It was fantastic. Now, Jedi, did you see the Kentucky Derby or no? No. So do you know anything about what happened? And do you, Joe? I'm so pissed because at the Masters a few weeks ago, I dropped bets on all the longest long shots. Oh That's a thing God. that I do. 
But because I was in Chicago, I didn't place any bets on the Derby. I guarantee I would have thrown some dough on that. And I'm so bent. Yeah, Yeah, it was like the the second longest long shot ever. What happened? So basically, horse racing has always been like my favorite sport. I love the Derby. It's the most exciting thing. Now, Jedi, there are these two horses, um, Epicenter and Zandon. They were the two favorites, and they're battling down to the wire. Now, what happened was one of the horses, Ethereal Road, got scratched, which means he was sick. So they just picked like this other horse that had no chance of winning just to throw him in the race so there'd be 20 horses. And let's play the uh, finish. Now listen to how excited Larry Colmas, the announcer, is. Watch the rail horse. Messier, Crown Pride, and Epicenter is coming up on the outside. Epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. Sandon is coming after him. Epicenter and Sandon, these two, strive for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. They're coming down to the wire. Epicenter Sandon. Rick Strike is coming up on the inside. Oh my goodness! The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rick Strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. That was so fantastic. Jedi. I'm always for yeah. the underdog. Yeah, exactly. It's like a great story. Jedi, if you put five bucks on him to win, you'd be looking at about 500. Mm. 80 to one shot. I know. That's awful. <laughs> you know what the worst part was? As Rich Strike was running on the inside to pass everybody, did you notice that the horse kind of looked back at everybody? <laughs> I've never seen gloating from like a long shot like that. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. Now, I love animals. I'm the biggest animal lover. My dog is named after my favorite racehorse, Zenyatta. Now, after the race, Jedi, you should have seen this horse. Did you see him biting the other horses, Joe? Did you see any of that? Yes. So Rich Strike was, like, biting the shit out of another horse in the outrider. The guy was trying to stop the horse, and Rich Strike was biting him. So the guy kind of punched the horse. And, oh, Joe, you know that's not going to affect a 2,000-pound animal. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, I've seen uh I've seen half baked. Takes a lot to yeah. take down a horse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now I love horses and I think that's totally fine if a horse is biting you. And of course, PETA has issued has filed a, a report on this. Don't you well, hate of those course. People? I mean, anything harming animals, even if it's a, just a tap, they would get all up in arms about it. I know. I just want to point something out because I I know I'm the big liberal here, but I also (laughs) despise pita and my favorite food is veal. Really? Yeah. 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 I don't care what they do to them babies. I don't. Delicious. It's funny. My friend has this barbecue restaurant called Sarcastic Swine, and I've only been there once. And when I went in there, he's like, how come you haven't been in? It's a little bit of a ride, but like I go, I love animals too much, but I love meat. But something about barbecue, how they're all excited to kill like the pig and stuff, turns me off. But when I, I do like barbecue and I eat it. Oh, then don't go to Hawaii then. When you <laughs> <kill> the pig <laughs> and put it in the emu and eat it and shred it. I mean, I can eat bacon in front of a pig. That's how much I love meat. <laughs> you know? I would eat I would eat bacon off of a pig. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much I love bacon. Now, now, Jedi, when I was in Hawaii, I was talking to my friend who lives there. You Do you even know what fried dough is? Did we talk about this before? 
Are you talking about malasadas again? <laughs> oh, we did talk about this once yeah. before. Joe, I think we're a lot more unhealthy on the East Coast here. Yeah, I, I, I would say so. <laughs> Producer Joe, here at Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Let me ask you this. Is all fair in love and war? What happens when straight-laced women makes tall, dark, and dangerous? 11 days of pure romance? Love wins, right? And if that doesn't make you smile, comedy should. But that no longer seems to be the case. Let's discuss this. (laughs) When Jedi just said, tall dark and i'm like if the next word is handsome (laughs) did did you did you see the boobs on that guy yes (laughs) and another another thing i realized we're all about the same age in our 40s we're aging so gracefully that guy is 38 i couldn't believe i saw that don't you laugh when you see somebody who's younger than you who looks like they're 20 years older it makes you do feel like most of your decisions were good ones for yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is um this has happened a few times. I mean, I don't even know how something like this happens once. You're uh, you're in law enforcement, you're guarding these people and they can somehow sway you. I mean, these people are in jail because they're probably manipulative to begin with. That's insane. Yeah, I don't get it like either. I don't get it. Why are you going to like date someone who's in prison, they can't do anything for you. <laughs> you know, yeah. they, they can't do absolutely anything for you. Yeah, so Vicky White was 56. I, I say was because we know what happened to her at the end. And Casey White, no relation, was 38. So basically, she said that she was taking him, what, for an appointment to uh, to go to the doctor, but that was all a lie. And she basically just put him in the car and they went off to i guess i don't know if they were going to commit crimes or anything or they're just taking them they went to a a hotel (laughs) did you you see she sold her house for ninety five thousand dollars was worth over 200 in alabama yes so she just wanted a life of excitement i think you know if she was that desperate i mean giving up almost a quarter of a million dollars selling i think they maybe maybe they need to um evaluate these people who work in law enforcement <laughs> a little bit more yeah because especially in prisons i mean again yes. you said that this isn't the first time this has happened and it certainly won't be the last time this is just the most uh exciting of of all of them because this was again right what were they off to do i think she wanted to like run off with this guy and i think to jedi's point i think the idea that they're stuck in prison they can't do anything for you, but that's the point. It's you're doing for them. And I think that feels good. And then in your mind, you're like, imagine if we didn't have this prison to worry about. And it's like, that's a killer. Like, what are you yeah. like? You can't. But again, I, I I think that you really need to. um, You need to keep close tabs on these folks. It's a tough job. 
I think they should be rotated after so many years to do a different job. So, you know, the relationships don't last, you know. Yeah, you need a change. Like my mother worked at the bank for 30 years and she would even say you were forced to take a vacation because say you worked every day and you were hiding money. You need to take a vacation so like new people come in and like once they balance the books, you know what I mean? Right, new people should right. be like coming in and out of any job that's like high profile or anything like that. So this thing happened pretty fast. On April 18th, she sold the house for $95,000. And then April 28th, which was just a couple of weeks ago, she submitted her retirement paperwork. Imagine throwing away your whole life. You work whatever, 30 years, you're about to get your pension and you throw it all away to do something like this dumb. You know, exactly. I can't help. I can't help but think if maybe depression and suicide weren't already a major issue that she was probably dealing with. You know, and this maybe again, right? Jedi, I think in her head at some point was a good idea. Right. Until it was unfolding. And then it was like, oh boy, <laughs> shouldn't have done this. But I what mean, are you going to do so, at that point? Sometimes for, for some people living the same life. And I think her mother said that she just came over when she came home, they had dinner. She took care of her dog. And that was it. Day after day, that after day. People look for some kind of excitement. You know, something that's, you know, out of the ordinary, something out of their personality. And I guess this guy was it for her. Yeah. Uh, the biggest mystery, what is the point of going to a car wash? Did you see they got caught in the security? <laughs> like, what do you care what your car looks like at this point? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they got caught, right? I Somebody know. at the car wash called him in. So the so you did need a license to get the hotel room. So they paid some random guy a few hundred dollars to book the room for them. And they checked in under that guy's name. But that isn't how that isn't. They didn't get caught by that guy at all. I mean, that's that would throw up a few red flags if someone stopped you and said, I'll give you three or four hundred dollars to get a room for us. But it looks it sounded like she she took some time to plan this all out. Like she bought cars. She she parked them at the shopping mall to make sure that they that it was close by, you know, she told her coworkers, she just lived her normal life, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. And, you know, you know, coincidentally it's mental health awareness month. So, you know, (laughs) taking uh, Casey, right. Taking Casey out to a mental health evaluation. Who's going to question that? Yeah. Now, did you see how much money they had left out of the 95,000? 29 grand. Yeah. They spent yeah. sixty over sixty grand. Just it said clothes, food, guns. I mean, Car if they spent sixty grand <laughs> in a couple of weeks. What I, mean, they, I still, yeah. What's the? They angle? also said that they they went to an adult store. Did you read that? Yeah. I was I like, oh she, my gosh. I I think she went there while he was still in jail, like preparing. I saw that. That's scary. Again, dude, in her mind, <laughs> I think she thought. This was going to be a beautiful, like, again, that idea of, like, if this guy wasn't in jail and he wasn't a prisoner, he'd be perfect. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's what a catch. everything you know about him. What a catch. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he was in jail for 75 years. He murdered a 58-year-old woman, Connie Ridgway. He also beat his brother in the head with a sledgehammer. He had another attempted murder, carjacking. And now you saw, so they, got, they did get caught in Indiana. There was a car chase, and I do think that he wanted to end it in gunfire with the police, but I guess their wreck stopped that. 
the police got right to him and then she shot herself in the head they do have footage of that of them pulling her out of the car but they do blur out um her face but do you think the suicide was intentional because that was the issue because the the policeman i guess t-boned their car and it flipped over although the gun was in her hand it might have accidentally went off and then she got shot because if you listen to the footage from the the recording it's like she wasn't prepared to do that it sounded like she wanted to get away because she was like, let's run. Yeah. She wanted to get back to the hotel or something. Um, yeah. It's kind of crazy that the way they were spending the money though. Again, I don't think they saw this at least by that point as this being a long-term situation for them. That's why I would err more on the side of, I definitely think she planned on taking her own life at some point. Right. I mean, this is a big story and you can't ever go back to your life or your family or anything like, Mm. yeah. How does this end? So you're saying you couldn't be at Thanksgiving dinner being like the strange lady that (laughs) escaped with the uh, the color. Oh my god. What else, so what else do you guys have on this? Jenna, did you say it was 11 days? Was it it was 11 days they were away? Yeah, I mean the articles I read they said 11 days. I mean, she's sounded like she was just a hopeless romantic. Yeah. And the first thing he said to the police was check on my wife. She uh she shot herself. He called her his wife. And they weren't even married, so I know. That's interesting. Listen. This guy's a master manipulator, and no offense to her, but she looks and seems super homely. And I don't think it would take much for the that young fella to charm the pants off of that lady, literally, oh, yeah. you know. And and it's again, that's why I'm saying, you know, you got to keep an eye on on people who have that sort of interaction. Uh, think about every mistake you've made in your life. It's probably somehow also related to where you were working at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, I mean, so she took her own life. But do you guys remember the story in 2015 that lady that uh, what was her name? Um, Joyce Mitchell. It was the one in upstate New York with those two guys, Richard Matt and David Sweat. She put uh, hacksaw blades in her meat that she brought to work, and she like quietly gave it to him, and they chiseled their way out of jail. That's like a movie. They came up through a manhole. Oh my! And that goodness. was that was twenty. That was twenty-two days. She was having like a sexual relationship with one of the guys. They finally got caught. She's already out of jail. She spent five years. So only five years. Yeah, she got two to eight years. She spent five years in jail. Wow! That's, Do you remember that, that one, Joe? I I remember. I remember it happening because I didn't. Her husband work there also at the jail. Yes. Yeah, yes. okay, that's why I remember that because that sucks. He has to quit his job now, right? You're not going back to work like after oh, that's that. embarrassing. Yeah, you gotta quit. Yeah, that's uh, it's unfortunate for that guy. <laughs> yeah, you'd hear a bunch of whispers at work, you couldn't go back, right? The funniest that's thing terrible. about that was they 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 hacksawed their way out of jail and they put like they put like pillows on the bed so it looked like they're in bed. And when the when the police checked, they left a note that just said, Have a nice day. <laughs> It's very Shawshank Redemption like that yeah. escape. I you love gotta it. go out like that. I would write a letter like that if yeah. I went out like that. Have you both ever in your life literally made up a bed 
with pillows to make it look like you were in the bed. Have you ever done yes. that? Yes. <laughs> like Ferris Bueller. <laughs> and it works. If you it haven't done works. that at least once, you're not really living life right, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jedi, do we want to talk about your story here? My story. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> oh, before you get into it, I think we have a clip, right, Joe? We sure do. Pop has ever presented the mighty man live. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for hip hop history. Yeah, what happened this... to him was was not worth that weak hit. He barely got anything off on Chappelle. <laughs> but this this means a lot to me in general because I love comedy. And after the Will Smith slap, I mean, everything has gone downhill almost, you know, with not being able to say and joke around and say things like we used to and people just laugh and take it. Now they're being attacked. I mean, you can't, who would have thought, and this year, 2022, the most dangerous jobs is being a teacher, working at Amazon and being a comedian. I mean, (laughs) it's crazy, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the weirdest thing. On the bright side, I don't know if you guys saw this. Netflix is um, no longer going to censor specific artists, even if they're harmful to the employees. Specifically talking about Dave Chappelle and his transgender. I agree fans. with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Again, that's fair. It, it is, because listen, here's the coolest part about that. If you don't want to listen to Dave Chappelle's hilarious take on transgender people, you don't have to watch it. I know. It's amazing. Just That's don't what watch you were it. saying at our last uh, show. You know, you were saying about Twitter. You right? Same with someone, Twitter. Yeah. Right? If you don't want Donald Trump on your Twitter feed, he gets reinstated, you block him. You'll never even see any of this stuff. Nothing to be offended by. Yeah. That's how everything should be. It's pretty yeah. easy. We don't need people <laughs> to protect us from stuff we don't want to hear we're all adults and we can all decide for ourselves what content we want to see and hear and what we don't so good move on netflix and if dave chappelle stuffing that takedown jedi like he did got netflix <laughs> to change their mind about things it was all worth it <laughs> uh no jedi did you see hit the guy's arm how mangled it was yes i did it looked like they did an arm bar and broke his yeah. arm so it, it, it was it was nasty. But what had happened was, you know, Dave Chappelle was performing, you know, as as he does as a comedian at the Hollywood Bowl. And this guy, Isaiah Lee, just went up on stage and tackled him while he was doing his bit. I mean, but it looked like from what I could see, he barely tackled him. You know, he didn't get a full sack on him. And then the Hollywood Bowl security got him. And apparently Jamie Foxx jumped in the mix to help defend his friend. And um, this this guy, Isaiah Lee, was basically beaten to a pulp. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, I want to know what's going to happen to this guy. I think stuff like this should be treated so seriously. Hopefully it's not something stupid where he gets like a month probation or something. It is something stupid. <laughs> They're not charging him with a fel- felony. He has four misdemeanors. I believe was the last story that they were only charging him with four crimes. I mean, not for nothing, dude, but that guy was standing there plotting and scheming. He picked the moment and he made his move and he like, what? Like, that's so 
so premeditated. I how could yeah. you not? I don't understand that at all. Well, he even had a weapon on him. He had a fake gun that had a retractable knife. Right. Right. But because it wasn't in his hand, that's why it's not a felony. Because he didn't take it out and use it. Huh. I mean, the worst thing is, like, you need to set a precedent. Now people are like, okay, I can just do that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know what they should have done is they should have taken the gun out of his holster and jammed it up his ass and been like, I don't know how it got there. Uh, what they should have done was the Oscars <laughs> should have kicked Will Smith off. I mean, that would know, have been a good start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they should have done. And now look at what's happening. Yeah, that was that was the strangest thing ever. Will Smith accepting that award and doing that speech. It's like this is like bizarre world that he's allowed to do this and people are applauding him. It's like, did anyone just see what happened? Yeah. If that whole thing would have been fake, yeah, that slap would have been fake. It all would have made sense afterwards. If it was just a bit, everything else after that could have been like, oh no, that was just. Nah. But they should have played it off like it was like they rehearsed that. That that right. would have been the the best way for the Oscars to have played that to cover it. Yeah. Oh, this was a hilarious bit that these guys worked out earlier in the week. He's always making fun of Jada, so Will's going to go off. And, you know, his lap, he can go sit out and then win an Oscar, make a great speech, and everyone's going to love it. It's just the way we planned it. That's how I would have I would have yeah. laid it out like that. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock little, came like, out. Good. Yeah. Chris Rock came out smelling like roses. Huh? Everyone loves that guy now more than they even yeah. did. I mean, good He's for definitely, him. I would say, like top five ever. He's brilliant, Chris Rock. And Dave Chappelle came back with a quick line, too, after he got tackled. Yeah, I did forget he what he said. Will Smith? <laughs> no, I, that was Chris Rock oh, Chris that Rock said it. That. Yeah. Is that Will Smith? That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> so what else do we got? Do you have anything else in that, Jedi? No, that's about it. I just I just want you know comedians to be able to do their job. It's one of the hardest jobs if you got it hecklers every day you go to work trying to sabotage you so i mean we need laughter in our lives right laughter is yeah. the best medicine right again if you're going to be offended by comedy then don't go to a comedy show like i don't understand that you know <laughs> yeah exactly this is this is like i've never liked hockey i could never understand in hockey how like a minute into a game two guys are fist fighting i always thought like huh like what maybe there's some carryover from another experience or something mm -hmm. because how do you go to a comedy show you're like 10 minutes into the set the guy says something you're so offended that you're gonna like charge the stage was the joke about you specifically like yeah. that's the part that kills me it's not like it's not like these comedians are like hey you in the front row todd they start going at it. It's like they make a joke that maybe offends a race, a creed, a whatever. And like some rando loses their mind in the crowd. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. You have to go to a comedy show knowing that like there's a good chance like something might be said that could be. Sure, and most comedy clubs have like a list of, you know, basically rules like you're going to be offended today. And they explain yeah. everything about what you're going to hear and what you're going to see. And they warn you of that. Mm -hmm. Not warn you, but like they put it out there. It's a comedy club. And yeah, the other right. thing, too, is uh, about comedy. Uh, Jed, I know you're a big 
big comedy fan, but a lot of these guys, when they're out there, they're practicing and working bits out. Right. Right. So you they're go to a club and out. you're trying to figure out like, oh, maybe this. And listen, if you happen to show up at a comedy night where someone's trying something out and it doesn't go over well, I mean, you actually are helping to censor that comedian in some way that should make you happy. You psycho, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, apparently this guy, Isaiah Lee, the reason why he attacked Dave was because of his grandmother who had been forced out of her neighborhood because of gentrification. So I think, you know, a couple weeks earlier, that whole Dave Chappelle situation while, where he threatened to pull out his money, I don't know if that influenced his decision from his town about, I guess they were trying to build affordable housing and he threatened that he was going to pull out his investments. Yeah. So I don't know if Isaiah Lee thought, hey, you know, I need to attack Dave because of that. Uh, I, I have no idea. But why do it at a comedy show? Oh, I know. <laughs> Where, I you know. know, this one's for grandma. I get it a little bit, I guess. You know, you're like Dave Chappelle's after my grandmother. I got to do something about it. I'll yeah. do it on stage here at the Hollywood Bowl with no real plan. My favorite moment, though, is the dude in the red hat and jacket that comes running out to help and just completely loses his feet out from under him. Yeah. And uh, you can hear that guy just hitting this stage really hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you see right when they first come out, that first guy comes out and he like it like a it looks like a Scooby Doo uh, cartoon. His feet just go whoop and he lands flat on his back and then everybody runs off the stage. You can tell, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of those guys who are running on the stage like when there's a streaker running yeah. at the metal. Oh, yeah. yeah. They want to yeah. be the guy that's to tackle soccer game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it looks like we had to call another Audible tonight because we have an awesome show next week, a crime one, but we wanted more time to study it. Now, Joe, let me ask you a question. When you have this other thing going on with Sticky Beak and stuff, have you guys ever, like, been to a courtroom to watch an arraignment or anything like that, or that hasn't happened? Um, incidentally, uh, the arraignment for the killer who's in jail, uh, got pushed from May 5th to, uh, end of June. Cause he's, uh, was exposed to COVID. Oh, um, so the thing that we could talk about next week, I don't want to reveal anything, but the arraignment for the guy is tomorrow and we're going to have a girl on the show next week. What was the girl's best friend that, um, that got murdered, but I was thinking about taking a ride since I have nothing going on right now. What do you think? No. Would that be mass chaos trying to get in, or is it no big deal? No, you would just have to um, hit the court up and apply for press credentials, which is easy to do. My wife did it. You just ask for press credentials. Really? Like, yeah. Yep. So That's I could do need. that for the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard court uh, case? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, there's a lot of people applying for those press credentials, but yeah, if you apply for it and you get in, you would get it. You could also just try going in, but like in Connecticut, you can't just come into court because they're not open like that. So it's all be, it's all being done uh, remotely still in Connecticut. And so that's how we, um, that's what we did okay. to, to get that's in. What on I was the, wondering, I can't just go in as a citizen. I, you'd have a better chance saying press credentials. Yeah. I mean, again, if they're admitting people in Massachusetts courtrooms, you probably could just show up. And again, it's all it all depends on space, whether or not they could let you in as just a, a rando citizen. But if you want to lock in a spot, press credentials. Yeah. 
Do you want to, since we were, this was kind of a little bit of a short show, do you want to say anything about Sticky Beak, that case, or? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, so we're at, in a weird spot where, uh, you know, we had a FOIA request against the police and we've asked for some stuff and they haven't delivered. So we're going to have to start pressing that issue again because, you know, I, I don't know how much time this guy's got left a on this earth. He's old and fragile now and he's possibly got COVID. Um, and I don't think he's vaxxed if I'm, if I'm guessing, but, um, yeah, we're just trying to get the, the, the murder charges laid out here. And, you know, the lead detective is less cooperative than the rest of the police force that we're dealing with. So we're just, I'll just say it here. We're going to go right over that guy's head. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So did you say you don't think he's vax because you know that he has guns and va no vax and guns kind of go in? <laughs> You're he's making an assumption. He's super religious and he has guns. The chances of him being vaxxed are about 30% if I'm if I'm reading the math right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, like, it is the weirdest world that we're living in right now. Just seeing it on social media, you'll see someone talk about something and you immediately know where they stand on everything. Yeah, I <laughs> hate so it. Weird. That's not my idea. I can't you, know what, you know what occurred to me yesterday morning when I tested positive for COVID? I thought I was a Republican for like 35 years of my life. Yeah. And a faithful Fox News consumer, whatever they said, I believed it. And I probably, if I was still that, I probably wouldn't be vaxxed. And this thing would probably be kicking my ass right now. So I'm thankful that at the very least, uh, I broke out of that nonsense and that I'm open to facts and science and information. That's my liberal moment for the show. And that goes to that special listener <laughs> who chimed in. Thank you. See, Jedi, again, he's doing that thing because um, so, so you think if you're a Republican, you wouldn't be vaxxed because you would have listened to whatever. Yes, 100%. I would think the vaccine was the stupidest thing in the world. It's a liberal conspiracy, 5G. They're trying to give us cancer. They're tracking us. Build Why a wall. Why can't you be an independent thinker and be all of things other? Yeah. I you am know, now. Some here, some here. Again, listen, I don't identify as a liberal. I don't identify as a Democrat. I literally, and Todd knows this. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing about the, I, I, I'm, I'm case by case with everything. Yeah, right? I know what you is, are. Whatever it is. Everything's a case by case. I want information. Listen, if the Hunter laptop, Hunter Biden laptop's real, let's get let let like let's get crack into this thing and talk about right. it. You know, I'm I'm all about I don't care about either side. I don't care about any of these people. I don't worship or like any of these people. <laughs> I thought Trump sucked. I thought Obama sucked. I think Biden sucks. Um, none of them. We haven't had yes. a good president since I was a baby, since Ronald Reagan. I don't remember there being a president that I really thought a lot of. So, yeah, it, it doesn't. Um, but you have to. You got to you got to be a free thinker, like you said, Jedi. But there's a lot of bad information out there. And there comes a moment in your adult life when you're like, is the news lying to me about stuff? And that happened to me in my mid 30s. And, it, and it, it didn't make me feel good. But Jedi, the funny thing about what Joe's saying is that Joe would say, you got to get the vax. You said, Joe, like 
episode one or two, you said, I will scream in your face if you won't get vaxxed. Remember? But Joe, a lot of, I mean, not Jedi, a lot of the people that get vaxxed, they swear by the vax. It's the greatest vax ever. But then they still get COVID and then they all say, and I'm not saying this is wrong or anything, but everyone says, thank God I got the booster. You right. What, what mean, about Jedi? the people who got COVID and no vax and survived? What about those yeah, a people? lot more of them didn't, though, is the problem. Again, this is what this is what being vaxxed and boosted looks like with COVID. I mean, I've, I'm a little stuffed up and I have a bit of a headache. Otherwise, um, chipper and A-OK. I don't, you know, again, it seems like people who aren't vaccinated are the ones that end up getting the the worst of this thing. I was just telling Todd before we went live, a friend of mine told me, she was questioning everything in her life by day 12. Yeah. And I can't help but think if if you're you were going through day 12 of COVID, you're not vaxxed or boosted, right? Yeah. You were just like ride this out. And she said it was the worst experience of her life and told me to hydrate and eat Doritos. Uh, which I'll do. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I do think it's true. If you're not vaxxed and boosted, you will definitely get uh get sicker but going into it i don't think that like they were planning on it not working instead of saying like okay it looks like the vaccine doesn't work that they said oh well you just don't get as sick was that the plan right, all listen, along it, yes yeah uh this is something that uh because it's a virus um you know when it gets in your nasal passages you're gonna be sick Okay, and so what what the vaccine and the booster do is it helps your body to fight this off. This isn't like when they gave you the polio vaccine. It's like, well, polio's gone because uh, polio's a different it's a, a different sort of animal, uh, like mumps and measles and rubella. Like they're they're uh, a different kind of thing, and so to get those that meant you wouldn't get it anymore. And those things would eventually go away. But yeah, they pretty much known from the beginning, this was something we were going to have to, to try to minimize to like a flu like level, which they yeah. pretty much done again with the vaccine. It does suck that you still get it. I hate that. Uh, and obviously you could still spread it. Hate that. You know, uh, I thought they could do a better. I mean, they've still had time to work on this too. It's not like they couldn't make the vaccine better so that covid goes away completely but you know it is what it is i i still i stand by what i said i think at this yeah. point you got to throw the politics aside on this and you have to ask yourself i mean the other thing is is we're extremely close to hitting 75 percent vaccination rate in this country we're in like the upper 60s and once you get to 75 percent, for all intents and purposes this thing becomes a bad flu that you might deal with from time to time. And that's about it. So, you know, get vaxxed. Yeah. Now, Jedi, you live right now. Like there's no such thing as COVID, right? Like the way you live. Some people have their masks on here in California. You know, when you go to the doctors, they still want you to wear a mask, which, you know, I understand. Um, but yeah, you, you can go to restaurants. You can eat at restaurants and you know go shopping and go into stores and touch fruit you know, <laughs> you know? No, i mean no, yeah now like touch the, the, first, fruit. <laughs> the first two or three weeks of covid when we were like 
out of our minds, going to the grocery store, wiping down the bags. Jedi, did you ever live like that or you never, ever did all that stuff? Initially, I did. I thought because, you know, we didn't know what it was. It just came like a, a truck. And so I initially did. And then I just was like, hmm, <laughs> you know, I I didn't see the consistency everywhere we went. You know, I didn't see people wiping down ATM machines. I didn't see people, you know, at one point we were basically wiping down all the mail, the boxes, Amazon things. I mean, that started fading out. So as things started fading out, I started thinking, you know, okay, we're fine, you know, to yeah. this point now. So I... I think it was a bit extreme. And I know a lot of people who may be more vulnerable, like people who have respiratory issues, because it seems like that's what it attacks. So I get that, you know? Yeah. Now, Joe, I did want to touch on something about the Hunter Biden thing. My sister called me to hit a chat about something. And politics does not exist in my family's world. I couldn't tell you what my mother and father, my sisters... We, it's never been a thing for us, but we started talking about politics for the first time ever. I don't know why it came up. Someone on Facebook was like, we were talking about how one guy, um, you could ask what color the sky is, and he'd be like, oh, it's Biden's fault, this and that, and how the world is now. And the people do the same thing with Trump. People act like it's like two baseball teams, and you should be allowed to be like, oh, you know what? I hate Trump, but also Hunter Biden's laptop. I hate when people are like, Oh, Hunter Biden's laptop? You're just, you're just detracting from January 6th. Like, why can't people... I know I say it's like every episode, but that drives me crazy. You know where it started for me was a few years back when we were bombing Syria and we were taking in Syrian refugees. And the argument on the, on the right was, we have homeless veterans we should be taking care of. And it's like, well, I think we could take care of our homeless veterans and take in refugees We've got money for both. Like, we could do that. It doesn't have to be. You're right. It doesn't have to be an either or. And like I said, listen, I don't like Trump. But if Hunter Biden's laptop yields some issue or some situation that requires investigation, yes, I'm all for that. Again, I don't I have no no. I voted for Joe Biden. I didn't want to. But I do felt you I had to. But I mean, if they impeach that guy tomorrow because he did something illegal, I wouldn't care and I'd be happy about it. But do you think that that Joe, you know, because you see all these clips and I, I don't like politics either. And but it, it, it's like he he's he's not coherent. Yeah, that's the thing <laughs> that they've been pushing for like three years. And if he's not coherent, then their guy lost to an incoherent person which would say more about Trump than it does about <laughs> Biden, right? <laughs> also, I told you guys like two months ago, Trump was out there trying to get people to take the virus and the Candace Owens of the world were, and, and Alex Jones both said Trump is either losing his mind or he's been corrupted and he's working on the other side, but they're still going to, they want to vote for him in 2024. None of that logic makes any sense. OK, if, if he's compromised and working with the Democrats, why would you want him to be president again? Or if he's got serious dementia, like you allege Joe Biden does, why would you want that guy in office? None of that makes any sense. We shouldn't be picking from the least competent people on Earth. 
And that seems to be the argument people want to have. Now, Everybody it's also been proven and shown that Fox News got busted running a video of him out of context like it was live where he was walking around the room looking for somebody. And they're like, he doesn't know where he's going. Now, here's what I say all the time about and, and Fox likes to do this where they manipulate things. You don't have to. I mean, if the guys if the guys really a little off and I think we all agree since the 70s, this guy's a little off. Uh, the 1970s, I mean, not his 70s. Yeah. There's something wrong with Biden. He's a, he's, and it doesn't work upstairs all the time. He's also a racist person deep down. And it's had a history of, of, and I don't even mean the, the urban jungle thing that he actually never said, but his, you could tell, you could tell someone who's like a, a not, not like an outward racist. It's, they say casually racist things and then backtrack from that. And you're like, that was your first thought though. <laughs> so I yeah, listen, the I it it doesn't help our country that right wing media is constantly trying to act like this guy's out of his wits because Vladimir Putin thinks that's true because he sees it in American media. So we're kind of undermining our own national security by doing that. So I don't know if he if he's I mean, he's been examined by doctors again, unless we want to allege some huge conspiracy. He's fine. He's got the same mental capacities the last guy did. And I mean, not for nothing, but Ronald Reagan, who I love, had Alzheimer's kicking in his last couple of years in office and actually used that as a defense in Iran Contra. So I don't know. I, I, no, I think it's bad yeah. for business. And I think to allege things like that, you need proof. When people were saying it about Trump, I wasn't buying it either. Yeah. You need evidence for that. Now, Joe, whenever we ask you a question about something we don't understand, you have a knack of explaining it so good to someone that would have no idea the way you can just like dumb it down, explain it. So can you tell us about the money that we sent to Ukraine, the military? Yeah, this is um, I don't understand a lot of what's happening because, you know, listen, Vladimir Putin has insisted that if we're siding with the other with ukraine then it's a it's a and that's what every war is anyway every war since 1945 it's us versus russia and so this one's no different the only thing that we can't actually do is physically shoot down russian planes and and sink russian battleships but we can give ukraine the money and the weapons to do it which really, for all intents and purposes, is us doing it, right? I mean, it's uh, when you look at the situation in Israel and Palestine, whenever Israel blows something up in Palestine, it's usually in an American plane, you know, with American missiles. So you could see where some people like Osama bin Laden are like, well, that's you guys doing it. So we're, listen, we are, this is a serious thing too, because, you know, by all accounts, Todd, this guy has bigger plans than just Ukraine. He wants to, like, reassemble the entire former Soviet Union. And there's, like, 15 countries uh, that are right on the border of Russia that are now potential targets. And they're all, some of them are, are, are NATO or applying to NATO uh, and are bordering NATO countries. And so, you know, the possibility of this still becoming a full-fledged European 
dare I say, world war battle uh, is, is still in place. And the more money that we send to Ukraine, I think the, the, the worse this is going to get. But couldn't that money that we give to Ukraine have fed the homeless? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no one, I mean, people are saying that about Musk. No one's saying that about this. Now, how come we can't send the money over quietly? Why do they have to make like this big thing in the news? Isn't that dangerous to us? Yeah. Well, why are we the, doing it? One of the best all. things Donald Trump ever said, although he played his hand a bunch of times, was he was like, I never understand why Obama always announced things he was going to do before he did it. Why don't you do it and announce it yeah. later? Uh, and then he announced a whole bunch of stuff he was doing. But the idea was right. Like, yeah, I don't understand that. We could have the CIA running like covert ops this whole time and be like, yeah, you know what? We're not involved, um, but we're not. But again, I think it's, you know, you're on a world stage and this is a guy in Vladimir Putin who isn't afraid of anybody and is in an awkward position, Todd, where he either has to, like, admit he blew it. He's not doing that. Right. So you got this guy's like uh, ego and. I don't know. Like there's there there it's it's still not going well as far as Russia and and its military is concerned. They've lost a lot of generals, they've lost a lot of gear, they've lost ships and planes, and they really haven't made a lot of headway. They had one of the cities down south and they lost it. I mean, like to a ragtag bunch of Ukrainians, like it's not going well. And you know, we're going on month three. Like, that's crazy. I don't I think that's surprised. You remember that. in 2008 when when George Bush was at the Olympics, they invaded Georgia. And George Bush went on NBC with Tom Brokaw and he was like, I called Vladimir Putin, told him to get out of there. You got to get out of there like now. And the next day they pulled out. The next day all the Russian tanks went back to Russia. And so uh yeah, where's that guy? And Joe, how many Americans were like, they're invading Georgia? I remember seeing the yeah. name. I'm like, wait a, a minute. A lot of so people were confused. Georgia? Yeah. A lot of people were confused that there was a country that had the yeah. same name. Because, again, this is how stupid most Americans are, right? Like, we don't want to think anything else in the world matters or happens. And so, again, if you hear Georgia and Russia, you're like, Georgia? What? Wrong one. Yeah. No, Jedi, what I don't Musk. understand, though, yeah. Joe, about Russia is why start a war when your military isn't trained that well? Like, I don't think he knew saying? that. <laughs> I don't think he knew that. I think, I mean, they were, you know, they'd been running war games on the border with Ukraine for like two months. Right. And people were like, right. they're not going to invade. They're not going to do it. Right. He thought he had the maneuvers, although, you know, from what I understand, a lot of the troops that were in those war games, when they got the go ahead to go into Ukraine, they, they thought they go. were, well, they thought they were still doing war games until the other guys started shooting. They're like, all right, wait a minute. <laughs> What's going on here? So he wasn't even honest with a lot of the young recruits that were being trained on what they were even doing. So I don't know if that was kind of a spontaneous decision to go for it. If it was uh, everyone's like, he's not going to do it. And he was like, oh, I will. Um, You know, where, again, you're baiting him. And then, again, to hear that Joe Biden's, you know, doesn't have his faculties about him. Trump spoiled our relationship with NATO. 
it seemed like the go ahead. It seemed like I should make my move here. And, you know, we're, we're, we're like at a stalemate and stalemates, as we all remember from Vietnam are bad. Afghanistan, Iraq, you know, when you get stuck in a country, atrocities happen. And so, you know, we're already seeing reports of Russian soldiers raping uh, oh. and otherwise terrorizing Ukrainians because it's not going well. And they're they're sustaining massive losses and it's really ramping up the anxiety. And I think that's the important thing that, again, politics aside, these are human beings right. that are that are, whose lives are at risk and who are dying uh, on both sides. You know, again, some on the Russian side then had no idea what they were getting themselves into and really didn't have a choice either. It sucks. Je- Jedi, I'm dying to find out what's going to happen with Brittany Griner. I know, right? That That is so crazy. Only now that they're saying that Russia is keeping her against, you know, it, it's, 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 they shouldn't keep her. Only now. <laughs> I now, don't get it. You, yeah. Joe, if you see any Brittany Griner posts on Facebook, like, news ones where it says like whatever Brittany Griner when you look at the emojis 75% of them will be laugh laughing ones because I think right. people are just done with people kneeling and stuff and going in the back for the national anthem most people don't like that well who's that WNBA um Leslie that Leslie Lisa she Leslie kinda, Lisa she spoke out and she said that she was told not to bring attention to it yeah, yeah, I saw that. Right? You saw that, yeah. right? And I thought that was strange. Well, not for nothing. Vladimir Putin's the kind of guy. Can you see him at the end of this movie with like a gun, Brittany Griner in a helicopter, and he's making his getaway to Antarctica or yeah. some insane like that guy would do that. Yeah. And so yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a real thing. But listen, I here, here's the thing about America and about patriots, and I understand people don't like protests because because protests are uncomfortable for people, especially if you think you're being protested, right? Like, that's not a good feeling. Or you take some disrespect to your country or your military because of the protest. I get it. But at the end of the day, we're all Americans. And, and the soldiers who have died have died for all of us, even the liberals, uh as horrifying a, a thought as that might be so you know i don't know i don't follow the wnba all that much i know britney griner can dunk that's why i know who she is <laughs> um but i don't hope she gets murdered right and uh i would hope most people would be on the side of us getting her back you know but why know. was it so fast to broker getting the ball you know basketball player back from China, what? remember? Yeah, I'm lost too. What do you mean? No, remember the one of the balls. He oh, the ball, the ball the yeah, the ball. Yeah. ball oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or whatever. Right, exactly, is. exactly. Yeah. And it was so Trump brokered that so fast. I'm not, you know, I'm not pro Trump or whatever. I'm just saying that they got him out of China and back to USA. So how come Britney is taking so long? I think the dude in China like stole something from a store, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yes. He stole so, something. Right, right. And so he committed a crime and and whatever and he hard time or whatever he was going to do and they brokered a deal. This is different. Uh in that, you know, listen, Vladimir Putin is the former head of the KGB. And he recognizes her as a couple of things. 
number one, an asset. Number two, a controversial asset that will only further cause what Todd just talked about. Some people are like, ah, let her die. And some people are like, oh, say Brittany. Um, it's just more strife between us. He loves that. And again, at the same time, he's got a high-profile American target uh, in his custody. And if you're a guy who needs a uh, an out plan, an exit plan here, uh, I kid She's you it. not when I say the helicopter, a gunboat, and uh, Brittany Griner uh, in the chopper with you, it seems like a good way to get out. Yeah. He's going to take her to the firmament. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, is, has there ever been a time where like stuff was this divided and everybody's like so angry at each other and at each other's throats? Probably at the Civil War. Yeah. Right. 1860-ish. Yeah, I don't, I think... From 1865 on, we slowly were trying to like bridge the divide. But yeah, no, it's this is about as bad. It's as bad as it's been since the civil rights movement of the 60s or the Civil War uh, of the 1860s or the American Revolution, where yeah. don't forget, there were bootlickers then too. There were people in the colonies who were like, we should just stay British subjects. This is easier. Let's do this. They were real people that felt that way. So there's always there's always somebody on the other side, um, you know. What are you gonna do? You just respect their opinion, I guess. Yeah. Now the most unbelievable thing to me is like everyone's so divided. Social media is so awful. Everyone's at each other's throat, and then it's like let's throw in the reversal of Roe versus Wade, like the biggest political thing ever. Oh my gosh! Like on top of all this, how is anything ever gonna like? die down i don't think it's it's not i don't think it is yeah no i mean right people are like protesting at supreme court justices houses now um and that's not cool you know in trying to trying to influence a court decision is a, a terrible idea worse idea though is a supreme court breaking precedent and overturning laws that they don't like because while we're talking about abortion today jedi who's to say tomorrow they don't decide gun rights was a mistake they decide the 13th Amendment was a mistake or the 19th. And now you can't vote and black people are slaves again. At this point, by using this precedent, people are going to cite this in every court case going forward to get things completely reversed that they don't like. I think this is a terrible Pandora's box. I think if people really understood a, a lot and, 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 and knew what abortion was and how it works and who's getting them and how often people are getting them, um, I don't understand why we report how many abortions there are. I don't think it's anybody's business what your medical situation is. Um, but the the precedent they're setting in the Supreme Court literally will allow them going forward to cite this case as an egregious mistake, and they can overturn anything going forward. And if there's ever a liberal majority going the other way, Jedi, you're setting them up to do that to gun rights and all sorts of religious freedoms. So this is a terrible idea, not because of the abortion thing, but because of the power and precedent it sets in the Supreme Court to just unilaterally take away any right that those people think you shouldn't have. Bad. That's really, that's the worst part of this, and no one's talking about it. Yeah. Now, Joe, I spoke to two different people in the last couple of days, one who is pro-abortion, one that's pro-life, and they're both completely... Um... Basically, from what they watch on TV is what they think. So one of them said, people that want abortion, they a day before the baby's born, they want the baby killed. Okay, that is not a thing. 
But then on the other end, someone was telling me that their sister had a miscarriage, so she had to take a pill. So she's like, okay, so what's going to happen? She's not going to be able to take the pill. It's like, no, that's not true either. Obviously, you're going to be able to do that. So you're not like carrying a dead baby in you. Well, they are working on things to outlaw. This is their new push now. They want to outlaw birth control for unmarried people. They want to do away with the uh, morning after pill, which they give to rape victims. And now there's a bigger push for no exceptions in abortion cases. I mean, again, it's like if you if you want people to agree with your thing. Wait, 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 wait a second. They're going to take away birth control. Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, Senator. Yes, that's her new thing is is no, you're going to have to register for birth control. That's how much Republicans believe in capitalism. They're going to tell single people that they can't use birth control. Because, I again, why Republicans are so obsessed with people having sex and who they're having sex with and how is mind-blowing. Have more sex at home and you will be less worried about what other people are doing. So does the birth control could include condoms? I think yes. not, right? Oh, it does. Yes. It will include all forms of birth control. It'll only be, if, if Marsha Blackburn and the Republicans have their way, it'll only be for married couples. Which goes wow. against the Bible and the idea of using contraception, but they don't. I mean, again, they're they're just making this up as they go. Mm. There's no rhyme or reason behind this. Again, this is like comedy. If you don't like it, then don't have an abortion. But mind your fucking business. You don't get to the right. I mean, the same people who were like, you can't make me get a vaccine or the same. people like, I'm going to make you have an abortion. Like not like you, you can't you can't make people have babies. Right. Yeah. This isn't the handmaid's tale. You that's not how this works. I, I also noticed in conjunction with this, Connecticut, along with several other states, and I think that idiot Democrats in the state didn't know what they were getting into. They're pushing this fatherhood initiative, which is targeted at black people, by the way. And uh it the idea is there'll be less abortions if fathers got more involved, not realizing that often the case is you're a loser and the woman doesn't want to have your baby. And shouldn't be forced to because we can't force people to do stuff. If I can't make you get a life-saving vaccine, fuck off. Honestly, everything else people think I don't give a shit. Honestly, doesn't make sense. Okay. The other thing is, is you want to force people to have babies to give them up for adoption. Okay. That that's no, um, you want to force people to, to give babies away. Again, this is this is literally like the show The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Are, are people not watching this thing? Like, that's exactly what they're doing. And this is what their plan is on the Republican side. That's disturbing. So combine well, that not, with okay. a new president. Combine that with a new president of the Supreme Court where they can just overturn shit at random. Now, whatever they don't like. Uh, and you're you're setting yourself up for some dystopian future. I don't like it. This isn't making America great again. This is making America Take a serious step back. 160 countries around the world have expanded abortion rights in the last decade, including countries in Africa. No, no, I mean, Joe, we're, we're taking yeah. a step back like 100 years here. It's <sighs> pathetic. The big um, politicians that we know, like Ted Cruz, all the big names and people on the right and left. Do any of them like sway on any of these big decisions or does all the Republicans have to? There's like, two. They're both Democrats, Kristen Simina from Arizona and Joe Manchin from West Virginia. They're the two swing votes right now because it's 50-50 in the Senate. 
So you got to get Manchin and Semina on all of this stuff where it doesn't happen. He's a Democrat conservative and she's a fucking lunatic. Um, and so the combination of these two people, like they basically held the Democrat because they're both Democrats and they've held the Democratic Party hostage for the last two years. They're not big on moving on social issues. Also, they also didn't want to eliminate the filibuster, which I think is smart on their part, because, again, so that must cause problems within the party when they're voting the other way. Yes. Yeah. Joe Manchin um, voted in lock with Trump on a lot of stuff. But again, as a Democrat from West Virginia, it's like being a, a Republican in Connecticut. If you're not pro-choice, your chances of winning office in the state are zero. And there's only one Republican even running in Connecticut who's pro-choice. And I think she's the only one that's got a legit chance to win in this state. Especially that's now like, yeah. now that you that that they're looking to overturn Roe v. Wade because it'll be a state-by-state decision. That's like Charlie Baker here in Massachusetts. He's a Republican, but he's really like a Democrat. Yeah, well, again, if you live in a liberalist state, I think some of your social, you have to take your stands where you take your stands. And I don't know. It's it's well, why, it's why. I mean, again, dude, it's why there's like three states that matter in elections, the swing states where sometimes they're like, ah, we feel like going Democrat. Nah, four years later, we're Republicans. What is the danger, though, of letting the state decide state by state? Well, that's what caused the Civil War. I mean, slavery being the state right issue, people, you know, it was about states' rights. Yeah, the right to slavery. Uh, the southern states didn't want to give up their slaves. Um, and that's literally why we had a civil war. So when you leave things to the states, things like gay marriage, some states are like, no, we're not doing that shit. And so, again, the federal government has to come in uh and and make things happen or or again these things go to the supreme court and get ruled one way or the other so having states having states make their own speed limit great having states make up their own laws and and here's the other thing some of these states like the mississippi law would if you if you left mississippi to try to get an abortion in connecticut they would try to come after the doctors in connecticut that perform your procedure even though it's legal in this state so Connecticut's already passed a law protecting uh, abortion providers in Connecticut going forward from things like extradition and mm-hmm. charges. Now, I, I think I pointed this out to you once before, Todd, but in Texas, they're so anti-abortion that if you have a miscarriage at like 27 weeks, you have to keep that in your body dead mm-hmm. until it passes on its own. Any attempt. What? To, any attempt to eject a baby before it's naturally born is an abortion. That's actually what an abortion is. Yeah. And so they send mothers home, Jedi, with stillborn babies in their belly. Let us know when you pass it. Yeah. Now the I'm thing about Texas is look it up. That's <laughs> it's yeah. fucked up. It that's that's the yeah. world that we're living in. And it's like, dude, there's gotta be a happy medium between that shit, right? Yeah. And because, again, listen, if you're the kind of person that thinks that there's there's 18-year-old whores out there that are fucking and just having abortions every other week, I can understand why that would fire you up. People who have abortions are moms, generally with two to three kids already. They're a little bit older, 38, 39, 40, and they don't want to have another baby. 
That's but who's other, having abortions in this country. Other stats would say otherwise. Some stats other stats would be wrong. So if you have, show me, if you show me real they don't stats, have money. Sure. Here's the yeah. thing, Jedi. They want you to have a baby, but they don't want to. They don't want to give you paid time off. They don't want to give you welfare to help you raise the baby. There's a fucking formula shortage, and I don't know how you're gonna feed the baby. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to educate the baby. They don't want to give it health care. They just want you to have it for some sick, twisted religious reason. And I'm sorry, this is not your church. This is our country. That doesn't decide the laws here. It just doesn't. You can hate abortion all you want, but you don't get to decide that because you think God doesn't like it. That's not how this works. Now, Joe, I was I was listening to Bill Maher. Now, what would you say about something like this? A lot of the women are going crazy because they're saying they're taking away our rights. But they said the number one pro, um, pro-choice pro are women also. What about those women? I'm sorry, pro-life, pro-life. Uh, I'm not following. So why do we care so much about women saying they're taking away our rights to have an abortion? But also, they're not saying that. Women... They're, first of all, they're not even saying that. It's not that they're that they're taking away your right to an abortion. It's that they're forcing you to have a baby. You don't. It's a lack of choices, which you would expect to happen in the gulag in in Russia or Turkey, not in the United States. This is a free country where you get to choose what you want to do. Nobody made you get a vaccine. Remember. No one can make you have a baby. No one can make you do dick in this country. I, I mean, it's, again, the hypocrisy on the right, it, it blows my mind. And the one right? thing you the said same about... people, again, who were like, you can't make me do this, are like, I'm making you have a baby. No, it works both ways. Now, the one thing you said about Texas is if it happens here in Sturbridge and I have to drive down the road to, to take someone to get an abortion in Connecticut, it's no big deal. But if you're in Texas, you might be taking a plane to get to the next state. Oh, you have I'll, to, right? You know, big t- unless you're on the you border. Could, you could say you could drive 10 hours in Texas and you're still in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So and actually- that's the other thing is, is you're, you're not allowing women access to health care. That's, again, no one's like, I want an abortion. My wife has never had an abortion. My wife doesn't want to have an abortion, but my wife wants the option to do whatever she wants with her body. And I 100% understand and respect that. She's not pro-abortion. She's pro-choice. I don't have to do this because it's America. And that's how we all sort of learned what America was. Right? Freedom. Yeah. Um, Oh, so to wrap this up, when is the thing going to be done when they make the choice if they're overturning Roe versus Wade? When is that? It wouldn't be till the end of June or July. End of June, early July is when they'll probably rule on that. And again, I know people are freaking out. That that draft could also very likely end up being the minority or dissenting opinion in the case. Right? You have to assume, and and so far, I, I've said this a few times, but Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, who I know the left hates, they've done a great job as Supreme Court justices. And if they're to be believed by their testimony when they became Supreme Court justices, they both said they respected the precedent that was set 50 years ago and has been followed multiple times since and wouldn't overturn Roe v. Wade. So we don't we don't know what the vote is. We just know that he wrote an opinion. It looks like it could be the majority because there's a 6-3 conservative majority. But if the other two go the other way uh, mm. and it doesn't pass, that would just be the dissenting opinion. 
And to me, as blunt as it is, it seems like it's going to end up being a dissenting opinion. But again, based on the 6-3 majority, you would think that thing would pass. Now, what is going to happen? Are people just going to go absolutely crazy? Yes, they will. I don't think people are going to go crazy. Again, I mean, it's going to become a state-by-state thing. I think if you live anywhere in the South, it's probably time to move. I think it's you're going to see like you saw with the Black Lives Matter stuff where companies are going to move out of southern states. They're going to lose tournaments and and championships and all sorts of things. So it's a terrible business move by the South. But again, I mean, they live and die by their Bible. I guess so be it. But the rest of the country is progressive and moving forward. And so that's where shit's just going to have to happen. And they can live back in the 1800s and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So um thanks for joining us on Divided We Stand. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This took no, such it, an ugly it is kind of, it's kind of fun to throw a little political talk in there. Now, is that the name of your podcast, Divided We Stand? It is, it hundred percent is, and I'll be doing it tomorrow night at eight o'clock oh live gosh. on YouTube. So uh yeah, and it's um now that I've been listening to myself for the last like half an hour, mm. I can see where you got a liberal vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I have another question. Is your show a liberal, a conservative, and a middle person? Um, currently, it's just a middle person and a conservative. Yeah. Oh, with you're, me you're the middle, the middle person. Guy. I'm the middle guy. Yeah. Now let me. Ask I'm you on. A question. I have a conservative who's one of those guys who like says a lot of things, but he definitely is full of crap. You know, he's like, "Yeah, I'm not with you on that," and then he's like, "But you know, Biden's nuts," and I'm like, "Okay, dude, yeah. stop." <laughs> Now, now, you told me once, you said, okay, we got this new conservative guy. He promises he's going to stay in line. How come you wouldn't say that about the liberal guy? Why is it the conservative always the wacko? Because the conservatives say wacko things, you know? Again, listen, I was a conservative. <laughs> I've been on both sides of this. <laughs> so I, when they say things to me, I'm like, oh, dude, I thought that for like a long time. It's stupid. Trust me. Right? Like, I, I believed it. I've gotten over it. I learned the truth. You're just like five years behind me. That's fine. You'll catch up. (laughs) I thought, Todd, I would get more conservative as life went on, not less. And it's not me that changed. It's the conservatives that changed. And so I'm happy where I'm at. I think I'm in the same spot I've always been, kind of right middle. But I think they've taken such a hard right turn that it it, everything makes me look like a liberal. And that's fine. Liberals don't think I'm a liberal. Mm. But some would yeah. say the same thing. Like, you know, the Democrats or the liberals, they went, you know, far left or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's what <laughs> They've been fighting the for equal rights since 1968 and have been met by opposition from the right for like literally 54 years. So I, I hear people say that, like, I don't recognize the Liberal Party. If you're talking about Antifa, sure, yeah, they're wacko. If you're talking about the squad, they're a little extreme. If you're talking about day-to-day liberal Democrats, they're fighting for the same stuff they were fighting for in the 60s. They didn't make a lot of headway despite civil rights being granted because since 1968, the Republicans have slowly been chipping away at that, chipping away at abortion rights since 1972. That's what the Republicans are for. They're for taking away your rights. And as I've said a million times before, I don't care what the rights are. I'm not pro-abortion, okay? I'm a pro-choice person, but I'm also a person who 
I don't like seeing rights. I love the Second Amendment. I'm a big gun rights guy, too. Any any attempt to take away the rights that we've been granted, I don't care who's doing it, Jedi. I don't support it, and I don't like it. Mm. Now, Jedi, when we get annoyed with, like, these liberals and stuff, we're getting annoyed at, like, the extreme left. That's all people right. do. People get mad right. at sure. And when I talk about conservatives, I'm talking about the Marsha Blackburns of the world. I mean, who literally wants to ban birth control because she's worried about people that aren't married fucking. I mean, dude, there's a war in Ukraine. Right. Yeah. The country needs, like, a total infrastructure redo, and you're worried about... Straight couples fucking if they're not married? Like, dude, get your priorities in line. And if your priority has God before country, then you shouldn't be in office. Mm. You don't serve God. You serve the American people. 72% of people support Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Majority rules. Next topic, right? I don't I don't understand that. Cool. All right. So we have a great show next week. Thanks. <laughs> I, no, I do like asking Joe Thank because you, you freaking you just knock it and you put it like in a nutshell and we I'm, understand. Listen, I want to say this too. I'm not trying to push my beliefs on people. Uh, you know, Todd, yeah. you and I've talked about this. I, I'm I'm about facts. I'm about information. Yeah. I look into everything. I don't take shit at its word. I look into everything. I need facts. My mind can be changed with new information, and everybody should be as open minded as that. That's the only thing I ask. A hundred percent. Everyone's stuck in their ways right now, and no matter what you say, it's, you're not going to change anyone's mind. You're you're in the minority. You're in like the two percent that thinks that way. I'm um, trying though. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was pretty good. So check Joe out on his podcast in Clovercrest Media. What do we have? What do you have? Forty two, forty one shows. Forty five. Uh, we've got a couple more in production. A couple on hiatus. So we're always we're always living in the mid forties at this point. Yeah, good so, stuff. A lot, a lot of true crime, and and you know, with with this show also getting into, we definitely got the the crimes, and they're all different. Is the other cool part, you know? So you'll see and hear all sorts of different stuff. It's it's a, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, and your wife's show, Sticky Beak, definitely check that out. Yeah, she just interviewed and, Josh Mankowitz from Dateline NBC. I know, I know, I know him. <laughs> yeah, Mank. Did he did he comb his hair? He always looks like he just like got out of the shower or something. He definitely looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. So Jedi, let's wrap this up. That's it, Marks. The end is here. And I still say that laughter is the best medicine. But if you just got riled up right now, take a breather, relax. Tomorrow is a new day. It's a May, you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so take it easy. And uh, you can check us at Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond on Facebook, Twitter, and, of course, Clovercrest Media. Remember, life, laugh, and love always wins. Bye.